Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. I'm your host, Tim. Next up on our book tour is Slam by Nick Hornby. If you were to tell me that a book about an uninspected teen pregnancy would become one of my favorite books of the past few years, I honestly would not believe you. Seriously. However, Nick Hornby's delightfully whimsical book, Slam, about a skateboarding 16-year-old Londoner who accidentally makes a baby with his girlfriend is heartwarming, thought-provoking, and hilarious in all the right places. What makes Slam work so well is the narrative style. The The book is told in a first-person narration by the, the 16-year-old boy. His name is Sam. And he is a reliable narrator right from the start. And it's interesting that he is a reliable narrator because he is very, in some ways, unreliable in his own life. And so, you know, the this, this 16-year-old who accidentally gets his, not even just girlfriend, but ex-girlfriend pregnant to then become a reliable narrator who makes irresponsible decisions or then accidents even and then becomes responsible in the way that he tells his story, says a lot about the growth of the character before you even get into the crux of the novel. And so there are parts of this story where he comes, he could come off looking like scum, but he even says himself that he includes them because at the book's core, it's a reflection on life and why life happens the way that it does. And then what we do with our lives once those things happen. And the book works whether you've been through what Sam has gone through or not. You can you can take out teen pregnancy and put in losing your job or getting into a car accident or losing a member of your family. All of those things come up sometimes unexpectedly and then whether it's your fault or not what then do you do with your life once you have to put once you have nothing left but to pick up the pieces sam writes in the book that i worked out that there are two futures there's the one i get whiz to and then there's the real future the one you have to wait and see the one you can't visit the one you can only get to by living all the days in between at the book's core, Hornby is telling the reader to slow down, take life at what it is, and not how you want it to be. Life never works the way that it should. The The fun setup, the real fun setup of the book happens that Sam talks to this poster of Tony Hawk, the skateboarder on his wall. Many people talk either to themselves or to God or to their dog or their cat or their goldfish, whatever. Everybody kind of has something that they talk to that is not just a regular human interaction. And Sam has this, as a skateboarder, has this huge fascination with Tony Hawk. And he's read his memoir countless, countless times. So when he talks to Tony Hawk and he says, you know, TH, I, I really don't know what I should be doing here. Tony Hawk responds to him, but not in a real way, but only in quotes from 
Tony Hawk's memoir. Sam has read it so many times, he knows exactly how Tony Hawk is going to respond. And, and, and so... And so their lives kind of intersect this way because Sam reads into it that way. And he, Sam gets, as he calls, whizzed into the future by the poster of Tony Hawk. When, when Sam isn't getting the lesson, he finds himself in the future and quite befuddled that he's in the future. And then how he deals with everything that's happening. He's really nervous about being an underage father. And he goes into the future and sees that he's actually doing okay as a dad. So then when he goes back to the present, he doesn't really learn the lesson that he should be learning. And it takes him a few times to kind of get there. In a way, Slam exists in the same wheelhouse as Slaughterhouse-Five by Kurt Vonnegut. Not for its stance on anti-war or or even as the surface level as kind of becoming, quote, unstuck in time. But on taking life as it is, Vonnegut was very famous for ending many of his novels, or at least including in his novels that Burge to say, you know, put to wheat, you know, or so it goes, you know, and all of these things that life just kind of happens. But then what are you going to do about life once that happens? And I think that's why I took to Slam so much, because I'm a big Vonnegut fan. And Slam, in some way, is almost digestible Vonnegut that way, you know, like something is going to happen to you somewhere along the way. And then what are you going to do about it? You can't just sit on, you can't just sit on the couch kind of lethargically waiting for, waiting for the rest of life to take over. You have to do something. You have to do something with the time that you're giving, you know, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. And of course, one of Gandalf's famous lines is you have, all you have to do is decide what to do with the time that is given to you. And that's pretty much Sam's dilemma in Slam. What am I going to do with the time? What am I going to do with the time that is given to me? Um, He has, Sam has this quote in the book uh, let's see if I can find it really fast, where he says, uh, even if you sit at home watching daytime TV for the rest of your life, it's a future of sorts. But that was their attitude with me. Don't mention the future because I didn't have one. And then we can all pretend that not having a future was okay. You know, as an underage dad, so many people treat Sam in this way that He's oh, in some ways less of a person. Oh, you've made a person, so now you're less of a person. And, and and Sam kind of reacts adversely to that, as I think many people would. And so you can't talk about having a future in front of Sam. But he says that even if his future was just sitting at home watching TV, that's kind of a future. You know, it may not be the one that you imagined, but that's kind of a future. And in some ways, life is never what you imagine. So that's... You know, that's kind of what it is. Sam says something else where he says, I hate time. It never does what you want it to do. And I love that because whether you want time to speed up or you want time to slow down or even if you want time to remain exactly as it is, it never does that because time is our construct. We have decided what time is and so much of our our mental capacity and our emotional capacity for given situations reflect how we view time in that we never really know what it's going to do 
there is a a film by Richard Curtis called About Time. Richard Curtis is the writer-director of Love Actually and uh, uh, Notting Hill and several other quality, quality British films. And so uh, About Time is kind of the opposite of Slam in some ways, where it's about this guy named Tim who can travel backward in time in his own life. And it's also about him kind of learning what life is and, and, and how it all wraps together. And Tim says, we're all traveling through time together every day of our lives. All we can do is do our best to relish this remarkable ride. And at its core, whether it's it's Vonnegut or Hornby or Curtis, they're all basically saying the same thing. Or even Tolkien and, and Gandalf. Like, what you're giving something, so what are you going to do about it? You have been listening to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. You can find Read Up on Twitter at Read Up Podcast and the host at Timothy PG13. Rate and review Read Up on iTunes and listen on any place podcasts can be found. Head over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio to support all of your favorite Thought Bubble Audio podcasts. You can find all of the Thought Bubble Audio programs at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Until next time, have a good read.